Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Dave here and welcome to another session for the Business Systems Summit. Uh, we've got a fantastic session lined up with Dale Beaumont, very well-known entrepreneur, particularly here in Australia. He's a technology enthusiast and definitely a passionate promoter in the education space for small business. He's been doing it for well over 10 years and when I first got started, I actually spotted one of his books. He's gone on to write uh, 16 best-selling books, so written and published, which have collectively sold over a quarter of a million copies, which is huge. And he's been kind enough. Uh, we've kind of become friends over the years, and he had me along to speak at the Business Blueprint event that he runs up in Sydney, which was awesome. He's got a really awesome community of business owners, and he's extremely well-connected and basically brings in a whole bunch of speakers to help deliver some really great value to his community. So absolutely very much admire what he's done. And I think what I like most about Dale is that um, he's always looking to innovate. He never just sits on the sidelines and waits for something to happen. He'd grown a, a very successful business with Business Blueprint. And then I just saw him innovate again a couple of years ago when he came out with the world's first 24-hour small business channel. So it's definitely worth listening. And firstly, just like to welcome you to the session, Dale. Thanks so much, Dave, and looking forward to having a chat about one of my favorite subjects, which is helping people to build better systems. And we're going to be going through seven different tools to help business owners. Some of them you may know, but some you may not know. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely cover some, uh, some, some old and some new. I'm happy to dive right in whenever you're ready. And then if you've yeah. got any questions throughout, feel free to jump in anytime and uh, we'll uh, yeah, get stuck Perfect. into it. The presentation is the seven must-use tools that help you to build better systems. All right, so let's get into it right now. Quick backstory as to when I first discovered the power of, of systems. I've started my first business at the age of 19 and pretty much just was sort of flying by the seat of my pants, so to speak. I was just uh, making it up as, they, as I went along. But my next uh, business venture, I was a little bit more strategic. I came up with the uh, concept called the Secrets Exposed series where I published uh, a number of, of books. Now, in my first year, I published two books. And in my second year, I published another two books. That's four books within two years. But in the third year, I published 11 books all in one year. The series that I have today, which there is 15 books in the Secrets Exposed series. Now, I want to kind of take you back because um, I mentioned before, I did two books in the first year, two books in the second year, and 11 books in the third year. How is that possible? Well, after I did the first four books, that's when I came across this book here called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And I know that you're a big promoter of Michael Gerber and his work. And certainly he is kind of like the, uh, uh, the, the godfather of, uh, of systems and uh, has introduced millions of people around the world to this kind of a whole concept of actually having a business that can, can one day run without you having to be there through having really great systems. And so that's when I decided to become really strategic. And this is an acronym 
acronym that I heard uh, shortly after, which I absolutely love as well, which is Systems Save Yourself Time, Energy, Money, and Stress. And so by documenting everything we did in the first two years, we were able to have pretty much an email for, for everything, a template for, for every sort of stage in the process. We also got really good at documenting how we did our lead generation marketing and our operations. And so once we really had it working well, that's what helped us to scale. And I suppose the moral of the story there is the fact that you know, you can achieve five to 10 times more if you have great systems than opposed to if you're just trying to, you know, if you're doing everything yourself uh, through kind of trial and error and having to reinvent the wheel every single time. So the secret to success there is find a model that works and then repeat it over and over again. And systems help you to duplicate. They help you to scale. They help you to achieve more with less. Uh, so let's get into now talking about systems. But before we do, it's worthwhile talking a little bit about developing the right mindset first, because over the last 10 years, I've spoken to over 50,000 entrepreneurs. And one of my big passions is helping people to, uh, to teach people how to build systems. Now, what I find is people can actually have the, that they can, I, I can tell them how, I can even give them the names of all of the tools. However, what stops a lot of people is, is how they think their mindset. And I think the two biggest Let's call them the destructive, you know, thoughts that stop people. The destructive mindset are these two ideas. And you really have to let these concepts go if you really want to embrace systems and you want to build a business that can scale, a business that can make millions of dollars and a business that can give you the lifestyle that you want. So these are the two things you absolutely got to get rid of. The first one is nobody can do it as good as I can, right? Mm. reason why I've left off the end of the sentence because in most cases, you know, most people can, when I say this from a live event, I call out, no one can do it and everyone calls out as good as I can. And the reason why they know it is because they've uh, said it to themselves thousands of times in their head. And while they still hold on to that thought, while they believe that to be true, then that basically creates their reality. So really important to get rid of those words from your vocabulary so you never allow yourself to say those words again. The second one is kind of uh, similar but different, and it's this one here. It's faster if I do it Mm. myself. Yeah. This is another one of those destructive mindsets that really gets in the way and stops people from developing systems and being able to run a business that can uh, work without them having to be there. What I want to do is uh, replace those two destructive mindsets of no one can do it as good as what I can and it's faster if I do it myself with a new mindset. This is uh, something that I developed a number of years ago because what I found is I was doing a lot of the same things kind of over and over again. And once you've figured out something once and figured out the best way to do something, if you keep doing it over and over again, then it just means that you, you're you um, wasting time because you could be having that put into a system. You can pass that on to someone else and you can be getting on to that, figuring out the next thing. So what I did is I actually wrote a card and on this card, I had these eight words and I stuck this on my desk and I actually put it, you know, everywhere around me and uh, the eight words of this, and this really kind of changed my life. And I'm going to share it with you now. The words of this, will I ever have to do this again? 
So that's the new mindset. And what you're going to do is you're going to stick that on your desk. You look at it every single day. In fact, we are now for our clients have developed a mouse pad version of this. So it sits mm. on their desk and when they're doing their work, they ask themselves this question, will I ever have to do this again? Now, if it's a task that you're only ever going to do once, it's just like something odd that came up that you have to just deal with, then just hurry up and get it done as quick as possible. However, the vast majority of things that you do in your business are, in fact, things that you'll do again at some point in the future. So what you need to do is catch yourself and go, okay, I've got to stop and I've got to start building a system. Now, we're going to get into how to do that in a few moments' time. And I know, David, you teach a lot of people these same sort of principles around how to build systems. But the problem is not knowing how to build systems. It's catching yourself when you start doing those tasks to go, oh, wait a sec, I need to document this. Now, the reason why is because a lot of business owners, they've done what they've done for so many years and it's they're really running their business kind of on autopilot and they're not even consciously aware of the things that they do every single day. They just go from activity to task to call to job and then, but they're not actually consciously aware. So this forces you to actually go, oh, okay, I'm doing this thing. I've done this thing before and I'm going to probably do it again. I need to start documenting what I do. So you're just going to catch yourself and then start developing your system. Now, one more idea that I thought was really worthwhile people hearing this was taught to me by one of my mentors who uh, were in this kind of group and he got us to take out weekends and public holidays and uh, had us realize that there's 238 working days in a year. Now, if you write down levels of income on the left-hand side, you can do some basic maths and work out how much you have to be earning every single hour in order to hit those levels of income. Now, even though these figures are mathematically correct, they're really inaccurate because of two things. The first thing is this, the money on the left-hand side represents turnover, not profit. And as everyone would know who's listening to this right now, if you're running a business, probably 50, 70, maybe even 80% of what you earn goes out the back door and expenses and running costs and wages and, and, and tax. So if you want to make $500,000, so if you want to make 100,000, you probably have to turn over 500,000. Or if you want to make you know, 250, you probably have to turn over a million dollars. So once mm-hmm. then you work that out, you kind of go then to the left, the right, and you realize, okay, I need to be charging at least $200 per hour or $400 per hour in order to reach my income goals. Now, what that means is that's what your time is worth. And any time you do a job that you could pay someone else to do for, for, for uh, say, $25, then what you're basically doing is you're, you know, in this case here, let's just take the figure even to be conservative of $200. If your time is worth $200 and you do a job when you could pay someone else $25, The difference is $175 an hour. So basically what you're doing is you're stealing $175 from your own bank account because that's what your time is worth. Now, when I first understood this, it really changed everything because I then stopped doing anything that wasn't paying me that hourly rate. And instead, I then got really deliberate about building systems so I could then pass on these repetitive tasks to other people for much less than what my time is worth. Now, I know you're a big believer in outsourcing as well. And, and of course, it's now possible to hire staff for five, six, seven dollars an hour, which we can talk about on another occasion. But even $25 an hour is still much less than what your time is really worth. So hopefully, these couple of ideas can help just for people to realize how important it is that they start to build systems and what's costing them 
if they continue to avoid them and just do things themselves. Not only are you not going to be able to uh, to grow your business, but you're going to be the one that is basically becomes stuck in the business. And the moment you stop working, then the money stops as well. So you want a business that can run without you having to be there. Maybe not all the time, but hopefully at least maybe 25% of the time, maybe even 50% of the time, and one day even maybe 80 or 90% of the time. That's the ultimate goal. And systems is really the key to be able to learn to, uh, to, to let go and have that business start to run and produce income without your physical involvement. All right, so we'll get into them right now. And just to kind of set things up and so people can see the direction where we're going, you know, the old way of, uh, of building systems is, is these things called policies and procedures manuals, where basically people say, take everything you do, type it up, put in the Word document, print it off, put in a binder, stick it on the shelf and uh, put a label on it. And that's pretty much it. That may have worked in the 80s and maybe the 90s when we didn't work with computers every day. But now I think the average person would probably spend at least 30%, if not 60, 70, even 80% on their computer every single day. And if you're having to document what you do in words, then it's just so inefficient. And oftentimes browsers and interfaces change so frequently these days, then you have to re you know, redo the whole manual again and print it off and bind it. And, and anyone that's going to go down this path will tell you that they pretty much start collecting dust. They become out of date almost the moment that they're printed. Then they start collecting dust. No one ever refers to them and they become even more out of date. So we're going to talk about, I know you're a big believer and I'm a big believer in a whole new way of building systems. And this way of building systems is using technology and using the cloud. And so you can actually log into your systems from anywhere in the world. And if you have a number of staff members, they can also access the latest version in real time. They can update them instantly as well. And you can access them you know, from, from any device anywhere in the world. So we're going to be talking about how you can build systems for the future and not the past. All right, so let's go. Let's get into it right now. Now, when these tools that I'm going to be talking about are tools that I found useful over the years and I've now recommended to my clients as well, when it comes to building systems, there are many different ways to go about it. So this is just one version, which I've kind of developed that has worked for me and worked with a lot of my clients. But I know that there's some other brilliant presenters centers that are going to be teaching on this same subject as well. And you might hear different versions or different strategies or slightly different tools, but generally speaking, the same kind of uh, principles apply. So this is just kind of uh, what I found really works best for, for me. All right. So what we're going to do when I'm helping people with building systems, and this is the first tool that we're going to get into right now. I really like to start to get things out of my head and, uh, and the same thing for clients as well. Because if you start, just jump in and start building systems, that might be okay for maybe five or 10 or even up to 20. But then after that, your systems kind of start to become a little bit out of control. They're all in different, there's no real order, there's no structure, there's no kind of departments or sections. And it just, I've gone down that path before and now, I've done things very differently. And the way that I think everyone should start is by starting with a, a mind map. And now there's some great online tools that are out there. And the one that I tend to use quite a bit is called FreeMind. And uh, there's heaps of mind mapping software out there. But the reason why I like this one is that it works on Mac and PC and it's free. So, But if you've got your own mind mapping software that works for you, that's great. Now, whenever 
I'm helping a business, so what I recommend that people do is they start with four main uh, departments. So I might even see if I can just uh, exit out. I might even open this up right now and actually do a little bit of a live demo if it's going to be possible. Okay, so the four departments that people should start with, keeping things really simple, the first one is going to be called marketing. And marketing is how do you generate leads within your business? Every business has to market. The next one is sales. And sales is how do you turn that lead into a customer? Every business has to go through a process of of educating a prospect to help them to buy. And then the next one is delivery. And delivery is the doing part of your business. It doesn't matter whether you're mowing lawns or cutting hair or you're a consultant. You still, Everyone has to do something in exchange for that money uh, that they've made. And the last one is admin. And admin is, is anything else that your business does that doesn't fall into one of those categories above. So your admin uh, could be your IT, your HR, you know, your finance, all of those things as well. Now, of course, you can go down further and break them into more departments in the future. But when we're sort of with a client, I'll say, okay, we've got marketing, sales, delivery, and admin. And so tell me, how do you market your business? And I say, well, how do you generate leads? Well, I do some email marketing. Great. I do email marketing. What else do you do? I do this and I do this and I do this and I do this. So what you can basically do is you could use this software to quickly get stuff out of your head. So in my business, I have emails to my database. I do joint ventures. I also have uh, webinars that I run as well. I do social media. I do pay-per-click. I do digital marketing. I work with copywriters. I also do media exposure and publicity, blah, 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 blah. And then when it comes to once I've generated a lead, then in terms of sales, I do mail outs, I run free events, I, I have a shock and all pack, I have a bunch of other things. And then when it comes to delivery, there's certain things that I do for delivery and then for admin. Then what you can do is you can, this is getting out all of your, all the different things that you do very, very quickly. And you can just click a button and it just creates another branch. And then once it's there, you can drop and drag and you can move them all around. Now, what you can then do is then these, by the way, aren't your system. Systems, okay, then we're going to get to that in just a sec. But this is the structure that you're going to build your systems on. It's like the framework. If you're building a house, you know, you're going to first of all put up the frame and then you're going to actually build the house. And so what this does is this just makes it so much easier because once you then have all of your, once you start building your systems, you go, oh, this is a marketing system. So I'm going to set up some kind of folders or some departments or sections and I'm going to put the relevant systems underneath that. Now, the reason why it's important is not, not only to be able to find those in the future, but later as your business grows, you might want to hire a marketing manager. And that marketing manager is then going to go, well, what are my responsibilities? And you can say, well, everything that's in the marketing department is now things that you're responsible for. And so that way they can see what belongs to, to them and also what doesn't. And in fact, depending on what system that you're actually using, you might do the reverse and you might hide certain sections. For, for example, if someone's in marketing, they might not need to actually know about how you run your events or they may not need to know anything around your recruitment or your IT. So this keeps your business, it protects your intellectual property. So you haven't got all of your systems fully exposed. So what you can then do if you want, you can either stop here and then you can go into your uh, software to start building your systems or you can go a bit further like I've sort of done 
And what I've done is, is I've actually then just very quickly spent a couple of minutes and just kind of go, okay, when it comes to sending emails to my database, how do I do that? Well, I create the offer, I write the email, then when I write the email, I've got to do this and this. And basically what I can do very, very quickly is just spend five minutes getting out of my head just some of their top level ideas around that. So when it comes to building my systems, then I can hit the ground running and I can get, um, get some momentum. So I find FreeMind the best place to start to help people when it comes to uh, getting things out of their head. And they can spend half an hour or maybe even an hour. And what they're going to do is they're going to yeah empty their heads effectively and to be able to finally go, okay, now I can see my business visually for the first time. And I know then how, what systems I need to build to start to get back some, some control and start to get stuff out of my head and passed over to someone else. All right, David, anything you want to add to that one before we go forward? No, that's good. I think as you roll, then I suppose it'll become more evident than how to prioritize those. So let's say you do the, the brain dump. Is that in some of the, the other tools on then, okay, well, where do you start once you've got everything out of your head? Yeah. So once you've got everything out of your head in there, there's some icons that you might want to use. You know, there's different ways that you could do it. You might go, okay, which ones are, which ones are urgent, you know, to give away and you might have certain color codes or you might decide I'm going to start with the kind of the easy ones. So it's, it's really up to you how you prioritize yeah. which ones you're going to, to do first. I just think that it's probably best to start with just a few kind of the easy ones just to build yourself some momentum and go, okay, that's, that was pretty good. Now I'm going to attack some of the bigger ones later on. So if, if you can do some just a few easy ones, like you know whether it's how to open the office, how to turn off the alarm, how to use the coffee machine, maybe how to answer the phone or how to uh, redirect the call, how to reply to a basic customer service email. I'll just start with those and then you'll go, oh, okay, now I'm going to attack some of the bigger ones as well. All right, let's move Perfect. forward. So number two is where am I going to, once I've got my, effectively I can got my structure and I know what are the, how my business kind of functions and I've got my departments in place, then I'm actually going to start building my systems. So now what we don't want to do, we don't want to use random scrap bits of paper or, you know, sometimes people write emails and they send them to all the staff and go, this is their new way of doing this. And then people just delete the emails and then they can't never find them again or the manuals that sit in the corner of the office or even things like Dropbox and Google Drive, while they're very useful, we don't use them for creating systems. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to store, you know, store your systems online in some type of uh, cloud-based solution. Now, this is where, you know, for, for a number of years, I used a product called uh, Backpack, which I started with in, I think, 2007. I started using a product called Backpack. Sadly, it was decommissioned uh, a few years after that. So I had to move to something else and I moved uh, to Google Sites and now store a lot of my systems there. However, more recently, I've seen the amazing product that you've developed with Systems Hub. And I think it's a great product for people to get started and start storing all of their systems in a, a way that is um, really searchable. And it's, it's really fantastic. So well done with the product that you've created. So get a tool that works and System Hub is great and then start storing all of your systems there. Now, what I love about these type of cloud-based systems is the benefit is that you can put in whatever type of content that you want. You can put in words, of course. You can put in checklists. You can put in links to spreadsheets or you can put in images or maps or 
audio files or video files or you can embed documents and templates. So whatever you need, it's all in one place. So this is the one that uh, is a screenshot of where I store my systems and you can kind of see that I've got some of my main departments there at the top and a lot of my systems down on the left and there's different ways of, of doing it. But if I want to create a new system, I just simply click on create new system and then I just start populating. I give it a title, I give it then a location and then I just start adding information. Now, if it's more text-based, I'll just write text. If it's more of a step-by-step, I might start a checklist. If it's more something that's more visual, like how to use the coffee machine, then I'll pull out my phone, I'll record a video. Or if it's something like uh, that I do on my computer, like how to book flights, then I'm going to do a screen capture of my computer screen and that's going to become the basis of that system. So it's basically what is the best way to explain how to do something. All right. Now, I know that you have lots of great training videos and offer people a huge amount of support when it comes to using System Hub. So I won't go into too much detail there, but just quickly jump to the benefits. You know, why would you want to do this? Well, once you have all of your systems stored in a way like this, uh, you've got the freedom of being able to have a business that can run without you having to be there because your staff no longer need you anymore. If they have stuck or they have a question or they're struggling with something, you can just go, hey, go to System Hub and find out, um, you know, and then you can help yourself. Another thing you've got is complete mobility because you can access your systems from any device from anywhere in the world. You've also got your peace of mind of knowing the IP is protected because if what you can do is you can password protect certain departments if you want to as well. All of these systems, I know, including System Hub, have like a search feature so you can find what you're looking for in seconds. It creates consistency because everyone is basically getting the information directly from the source. It provides training and empowerment for your team as well, scalability, and also you're building an asset. So there's so many reasons why you want to build systems. All right, let's uh, move on because I've got a few more tools to share with you and time's running out. The next one I want to share with you is uh, a tool that I probably use at least three or four times a day, sometimes even more, and that is called Snagit. And so when something comes through on my computer that requires me to give some feedback, then if I'm just doing it as text, you know, oftentimes, if especially if it's something that's visual like a website or it could be something like uh, some type of task or project, to put it into words is really kind of takes a long time. So what I do is I just uh, click a little uh, button on my computer, got a shortcut key for it, and uh, instantly it starts recording my computer screen. So I just then start talking and go, hi, it's Dale here. And what I'm going to do now is show you how to book flights or how to upload a video to YouTube or how to edit an audio file or how to put up a new blog post. So remember how I said before, you got to catch yourself doing things that are repetitive. So if, if you look down and go, oh, will I ever have to do this again? And the answer is yes, I will have to upload a blog post again. So great, let's just record it. All you got to do, the fastest way is just record what it is that you're doing and speak over the top. Just imagine that, um, that, that someone's sitting next to you and you're not just t- t- talking to them about what you're doing and why you're doing it and the steps that you're actually following. So the tool that I use is called Snagit. I've tried lots of different ones out there. This for me is the, is the best. There's a free trial. And then if you want to use it, it's about 50 bucks as a one-time fee. It's the best money that I've ever spent. And I've used Snagit literally thousands of, uh, of times. And it uh, now is what I use to record a lot of my processes and then turn them into uh, systems. 
All right, the next one is one called Lucid Chart. And Lucid Chart is used for creating flow charts like this. And so flow charts are kind of like the next level of, of system. And because it summarizes the entire process into one page. So I have created now over 250 of these flow charts on all different areas of running a business. And this is now part of what we offer to our clients who uh, join our program. Is they get access to all of these uh, flow charts. So my mentor for, for these flow charts is a guy called John Tonkin, who has been, he's basically been helping businesses to systemize for 25 years. And he is an expert in, in creating flow charts. That's what he, he does. So I've actually hired him to come into the office and to sit down for for about six months and we just basically build hundreds of these uh, flow charts. Now, the reason why flow charts are really cool is that if you're doing a system, you know, it can be pretty kind of, it's fairly simple because you've done it so many times and you kind of, you know, know what you're doing. So you've got draft, say this is an example, this is a system and you've got drafting a quote for a job and then you've got to send that quote to a client. Now, if you're doing it, that's fine. That system might be good enough. However, if you're then outsourcing this to someone else, you're handing it over to someone and they do a quote and then they send it to the client, what could go wrong with that? Well, they could actually underquote and now you've got a big problem because they might have underquoted by 20% and there goes all the profit from that particular job. So what flowcharts do is they basically build in checks and, and measures and kind of protection mechanisms to make sure that things are checked at appropriate times. And this just uh, adds a lot of an extra level of, uh, of quality control to your work and make sure that any problems can be either minimized or hopefully avoided entirely. So in this case, we've added an extra module in whereby if someone drafts a quote, they've got to send it to their manager for review. If it's approved, then it goes to the client. But if it's not, it goes through as many revisions as required until you're happy for it to then be sent to a client. So it's kind of just taking systems to another level. Now, not all systems need to be like this, like they're making a cup of coffee. That can just be a simple video and it can just be... Uh, it can just be to put it on your into your system hub, for example, and that will be fine. However, if you've got something that's really important that could involve that involves money or it involves safety or it involves you know, sensitive information, you want to make sure that nothing's going to go wrong. So having systems like this can make a big difference. So the tool that we use to build flowcharts is called Lucid Chart. You can check it out. Another alternative is one called Google Draw, and it basically can help you to build flowcharts. So that's another quick tool that we've used. And we take these flowcharts and then we embed them into our online storage system like System Hub. So sometimes we have words, sometimes we have words and a video, sometimes we have words and a video and a checklist, and sometimes we have words, videos, a checklist, and a flowchart as well. So it just depends on what's required in order, what's the best way to explain something. And if it's really important, then we want to make sure that there are no kind of, you know, no problems, no issues, no errors when it's passed on to someone else. All right, Dave, I'm just going to stop there. If you've got anything to add. Well, I love flowcharts to also help with the overall sort of mapping. So when someone comes on board, they kind of understand how everything fits together. It's, I suppose it's somewhat similar or 
you start off, let's say, with the mind map to capture everything, and then you might actually use something like Lucid Charts to create a flow for the way that a prospect or a client engages with your business. So it's a really great way to give, well, here's the overview, and then you can drill down to certain bubbles and steps where you might then have the listed out steps. So I think, yeah, they kind of go in hand in hand. And and I think that was one of the things that first stood out to me with Business Blueprint as well. And, and something that a lot of, you get a lot of great feedback on is those processes inside Blueprint that you give. And I remember, I think, even attending one of your event where you gave some of them out. And um, it's just, yeah, imagine having your business process mapped and systemized to this level. It just gives you a freedom and adds a whole bunch of extra value to your business as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, flowcharts are, are really great because some systems are just like do this, do that, you know, and it's just very straightforward, very linear, but there's also systems that are a little bit more complicated that require if this is true, go here, if this is true, go there, just avoids any kind of like risks. Like for example, if you're running a childcare centre, you know, there needs to be a procedure around the picking up of children. Like if the pickup time is three o'clock and it's now 3.30 and there's no mum or dad for little Ginny, you know, what happens next could involve legal implications. And if you just go, well, look, I'm sure your mum and dad will be here soon. Why don't you just wait on the front door doorstep and they'll, they'll be here soon and you leave, you know, and if anything happens, you're, you're going to be in trouble. So there will be a system to say, okay, 3.15, is there mum or dad? No mum or dad. Okay, then wait five more minutes and then 3.20, you know, uh, call. Was their phone answered? Yes or no? If it was yes, you know, what was the reason? If it's kind of like on their way, then, you know, that's fine. Or if, if the answer is no, then you know, who do we call next? And then if it's four o'clock and there's no sign of anyone, you know, should you then call, make your first call to the police to let them know? And then, so there's going to be a procedure like that to follow, to handle every single variation of what could happen to make sure that no one's kind of, you know, leaving it to their own, to the, their, their own kind of idea, because um, it might be, you might kind of have that ability to know what's right and wrong, but someone else may make a, a wrong decision and it could end up costing your business uh, time or money and flowcharts can really help to get rid of that, uh, that risk and de-risk the business. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. All right, let's move forward. So the next one is I think every business needs to also have some task management software. And task management software is whereby my belief is that most businesses do the same thing over and over again, but for different clients. And so once you then map out your process for servicing clients, then these there's tasks that have to get done. Now, just to make a distinction, uh, something like a system hub or Google Sites or whatever system that you're using for storing all of your systems, that's really for telling people kind of what to do and how to do stuff. But it doesn't actually, it's not a scheduling tool. It doesn't say to when to do things. So it doesn't really manage tasks or workflows. That really needs to be managed by another system. And what I personally use is Teamwork. And you can check it out at teamwork.com. There are lots of other ones out there. For example, some people really like Trello. Other people like one called Basecamp. Some people like one called Zoho Projects. Another one that's uh, popular is Asana. It doesn't matter what your tool that you're using, as long as you get one that works for you, start using it. Because what you then do is you can take a lot of these repetitive processes or workflows or tasks, and then what you can do is turn them into templates. And then whenever you win a new job or whenever you're running another event or whenever you're 
doing something again, you can just tap a button and then it adds all of these tasks into uh, people's workflow. And then they can just get email reminders at the start of every day telling them what they need to do. The benefit of this for you as well as the business owner is you can log in to it and you can have complete visibility across your entire company to see what everybody is working on all in one place. So um, if you don't have anything like this, you just have no control. You don't know what's going on. You don't know how much time people are spending on things. You don't know what they're working on in a given day. You've really got no control and no visibility. But by having a, a system like Teamwork or Asana, you can have one central place which manages all of the tasks, all of the to-dos, which is a little bit different to what System Hub is all about, which is actually the how to do stuff. So when someone is learning, that's where they're going to go. If they ever forget or they need to brush up on something, then they're going to go to follow the system. And then when it comes to actually doing the task and completing it and ticking it off, they're normally going to do that in a system like Teamwork or any of the others that I've mentioned. That every business really needs to have a good place to store their systems. They need a good place to manage all their tasks. And they also need a good CRM, which is the one I'm going to get into in just a sec. So this one here is one of my favorites, teamwork.com. You can go there and check it out. There's a free level. And then I think it's like about... a month. It's really cheap and it's a great task management program. All right, let's move on to number six. And number six is that you need, every business needs to use a quality and a modern CRM system. These are my favorite ones. One's called Active Campaign, another one's called Entreport, another one's called Infusionsoft. And I know you and some of the other experts that have, are going to be uh, interviewed uh, will be talking more about these systems in more detail. So I won't say any more other than the fact that every business needs to have a CRM system. And because what it can again do, it can now turn some of those repetitive tasks into action. And this is teamwork is more for managing internal tasks and projects and to-dos, but systems like Entreport Active Campaign can actually automate the interaction between you and your clients. And whether it's an, an email or whether it's an autoresponder series or it's just there's so many different reasons as to why you want to move to one of these uh, systems. So I'm not going to go into too much uh, detail right now because I know that you are fully aware of most systems that are out there and offer great support and training uh, for people in using these systems. I just wanted to again highlight these are the tools that you need in order to have a business that can run without you having to be there. And hopefully now you understand the, the difference. Like I said before, System Hub is great for telling you kind of what to do and how to do something and teamwork or any type of task management software is great for telling you when to do certain things and managing all your internal workflows and internal tasks. And then your CRM is managing all of the the communication and interactions with your clients and customers. So there are three different systems, three different tools that, that every business needs to run their business much better. So just to quickly wrap things up, because we can't really finish talking about systems without talking about one more very important thing, you know, because sometimes I've met clients that go, you know, I've got 50 systems, I've got 100 systems, but I'm still doing everything. So this is where if you're going to go to this effort of building systems and documenting what it is that you do, you've now got to get the benefit of all that hard work and start passing those systems onto someone else. And so it would be remiss of me not to at least touch on outsourcing. I know this is not an outsourcing 
webinar and it's not really what we're what this this whole topic is about however once you start to create some systems you then need to get some help and what is outsourcing well outsourcing is basically getting other people to do stuff so you don't have to now you can hire people locally if you want to and some tasks you will need to hire someone locally if you're a you know a dentist you might need a, a dental nurse or a receptionist which is totally fine however there's probably lots of other tasks whereby someone doesn't have to be physically in your office. So for example, if it's maybe updating price lists or it could be doing keyword research or it could be maybe doing article writing, then they don't need to be physically in your office. They could be anywhere. And this is whereby I think one of the best things to do to start to get control back of your life and to start to have uh, your business run without you having to be there is to hire a virtual assistant. So anything that you can put into a system, you can then pass on to someone else. And I just wanted to kind of show people where we started a number of years ago. This is one of our first hires who's still with, uh, with us to this day. Her name's Ivy. She's our virtual assistant or one of our virtual assistants. We now have a team of seven virtual assistants that now help us with our business. And I've also got a, a full-time personal assistant as well, which is based in the Philippines. And her name's Claudia. And she helps me to manage my time and to uh, make sure that things uh, things get done. And a lot of the stuff that I've systemized now, she does every day. So uh, this is a little handout that I'm actually happy to uh, to give you, David. And normally I that to my clients, but I, I really want to add value. You've helped me a lot over the years, and so happy to return the favor. This is a handout which is called "105 Things You Can Outsource." for less than $5 an hour. And what I'm happy to do is to give this to you and then you can pass it on to your to everyone listening, which is a tool and a resource to help people to uh, know what they can systemize and what they can pass to virtual assistants. All right, so just to, uh, to summarize the tools, start with free mind, get everything out of your head, start storing all of your systems in an online system like System Hub, start using Snagit, to record your computer screen and start using lucid chart to turn a lot of your systems into flow charts consider using some task management software like uh, teamwork or asana use a quality crm system as well to manage your client interactions and hire a virtual assistant so that's really all we've got time for and happy to answer any questions if there are any otherwise uh, wrap up and uh, we can i can give uh, people a couple of uh, places to go and a, a bit of a free gift as well but over to you, yeah. David. Fantastic. The way that you articulated that is probably the first time that I've heard someone go through the key essential tools and also, in my opinion, get the distinction correct between project management versus document management. Extremely valuable session. So thank you very much for going through that. And I don't have really that much more to add other than if people want to find out a little bit more about you. I mean, I recommend the the business blueprint community i've been involved as a speaker as an attendee done the round tables and um you've got a new event now as well which i'd love to, if you can tell us a little bit more about those so if someone's interested they can dig in and find out more about what you guys do sure great okay yeah so i'm on a, a mission to try and help as many business owners as i can to to build a business that that gives them the life that they want because so many business owners are working really, really hard, but they just don't have the the, the money or the time that they really deserve. So um, in order to help people, I've developed a, a free one-day business workshop and it's called 52 Ways and it's run in most capital cities throughout Australia and New Zealand. So if you're um, based down under, 
I'd strongly recommend coming along to the event. It's totally free, so you've got nothing to lose, and you can just come along, and uh, I will teach you as much as I can. In fact, in one day, we cover 52 different strategies to help you to improve your business. So if you want to find out more, then you can go to the website 52ways.com, and there you'll see the dates and details for our next round of events and uh, come along and get some uh, great um, content. Uh, If you live in another part of the world and you can't come to one of our live events, then something for you as well. There's a product that I've developed recently, which is called Brin, and it's B-R-I-N, and it's an app that you can download that has lots of uh, business training resources in it. And you can find out more at by going to the website brin.ai, and then there'll be links to your respective app store where you can download the product again for free. So uh, thanks so much for being a great audience and for sticking right to the very end. And I really hope to see you at uh, one of our live events and wanted to say David, what, uh, yeah, just, I don't know, again, how amazing the product is that you've built and, and it would encourage everyone that's listening to really get on board with uh, with System Hub and, and use it as their, their their tool of choice to help them to build better systems. Uh, thank you, Dale. And you're too kind, like uh, very much reciprocated. And I've actually booked in for one of the upcoming 52 Ways events in Melbourne. So depending on when someone's listening to this, if they come along to the Melbourne event, they might actually get to see me there as well. So yeah, thank you very much for your time. And we'll put all of the details uh, beneath this particular session if people want to find out more, plus the handout that Dale was talking about as well. So thank you again, Dale. That was fantastic. You've just been listening to the System Hub podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now. 